Hello and welcome. You're tuned into the Hindsight Podcast. This is my exclusive show where I give you inside tips on podcasting, business development, and a little bit of self-development stuff here and there too. I like to go on rants here and there. Um, today I want to talk about the state of podcasting. And I personally believe that I am well-versed on this subject because I've been podcasting for six years now. When I started podcasting, there weren't that many shows available. It wasn't a lot of competition and there wasn't a lot of money being poured into the space. There were not as many um, Facebook groups about it. Nobody was running ads trying to teach you how to launch a show. And that has been interesting to see it grow from there where nobody knew what it was. When I told people I had a podcast, they looked at me crazy. And now we're at the point where everybody has a show or they know somebody with a show. And I want to preface this entire conversation by saying, I love it. I think it's great that the industry is growing. It's, it's amazing. I really truly love where podcasting is going. I don't think we've hit a peak. I think it's going to continue to grow. We'll continue to have new shows. We'll have good shows and bad shows. I think it's going to continue to evolve and I love it. You know, I think that's important for, uh, for the market. Only people who hate competition don't want the market to grow because they selfishly want to keep all the ears and eyes to themselves and all that good stuff. But for me personally, I rather the market grow. I think that's a good thing because I don't have to get as many people to start listening to podcasts. Now, um, a good friend of mine, Mark Acequith, he wrote a blog post a few years ago explaining that one important thing you had to do when you launched your show was teach people what a podcast was before you got them to listen to your show. I think due to the growth of the market, now we don't have to have that conversation. They already know what it is. They probably have a list of favorite shows or they might even have a reason why they don't like listening to podcasts. And then you have to give them a reason to listen to yours. So it's evolved. And I think, again, that's a good thing that it's evolved as much as it has. Now, some of the things I wanna get into, first of all, is because of the growth, now there's more competition. Now that there are almost 2 million podcasts on Apple, that just means, and I mean, let's be honest, not all shows are on Apple because not everybody knows how to add their show there. So there's probably even more out there. Um, Now that means that there's a lot more competition, which means that you have to compete for attention, which is how every industry goes. When it comes to TV shows, it's the same thing. People only have a certain amount of time to sit and watch TV, you know, to stream a show. So if your show isn't better than the next show, then they're going to choose the other show over yours. And then you lose a viewer. Same thing with podcasts. Um, Obviously, it's not on the same scale as television, obviously, but it's the same kind of mindset that you have to go into it with as a podcast host. Understand you are competing. It, It is competition. And I hear some people say this in the beginning that I don't do this to make money or I don't do this to have thousands of people listening and all these different reasons, which sound good in the beginning. But what I've come to find out after years of doing this, talking to thousands and thousands of podcasters is that that energy always changes. In the beginning, some people will say, I don't do this for money. I do this for fun. It's just me and my friends talking in the basement like we usually do. Only difference is we're recording it now, which, okay, I'll accept that. But what happens is usually a month or two later, I'll say six between six weeks and 10 weeks later, they come back to me and they're like, hey, I want to learn about this monetization stuff. Like, I need to learn that now. I want to make some money. It's the other show out there. And they talk about the same thing we do. 
And these guys are paying their mortgage every month. So how can I do that? And again, that's one reason why I love the industry, because now uh, there are more monetizing options. Um, when I first started, it wasn't as many companies that were comfortable with even sponsoring shows. I remember, and I tell my client, my clients this all the time, for me to get my first sponsor, I had to reach out to 500 companies. It wasn't easy. I didn't just look up one company and then send them an Instagram message and, hey, I sponsor my show. And they said, yes, didn't work that way because I had to explain to them what sponsorship was. First of all, I had to let them know, hey, look, if you want to sponsor the show, first of all, this is what a podcast is. This is what my ideal listener looks like. This is how many people listen to every episode. Here's how often I post. Here's what you can get from it. Here's how you can promote on my show. I had to literally teach them what podcast marketing was. And that was a lot harder. Now, companies like Geico and Raycon are pouring money into this. A lot of money. And when I say a lot, I mean a million dollars a month into podcast marketing. So the truth is, everything is opening up everything is opening up there's more opportunity because there are more shows it's just a lot of growth but one thing i want to advise you about is a lot of the scams out there um i see a trend and i wouldn't even call it a scam let me correct myself there are a lot of people who are experts in one field and they have a podcast the show they have is only successful because of their attention and brand they've built in another field so then they try to step in the podcast field and say hey I'm a podcast expert. You see how great my show's doing. It's ranked. And the problem with this is that doesn't mean that you know how to produce a high quality podcast because there's a difference in building a show from the ground up when you don't have an audience, you don't have a mailing list, you don't have a personal brand, you don't have anything. The people that are trying to sell a lot of these programs just don't have the experience or the tools or the skills to actually help you. The strategies they give you are things that will work for somebody that has 20,000 followers on Instagram and engaged followers or 15,000 engaged Twitter followers, right? Like if you already have that massive audience, launching a show is going to be easy. It's not going to be super complicated. I don't care what anybody tells you. It's going to be pretty easy because you have an audience. Now, the technical stuff, you can find all of that on YouTube. You shouldn't be buying that anyways, to be honest. Like if your basic question is what microphone do I buy? You shouldn't be buying a course or buying a coaching program. Like I have people that come to me on Instagram and DM me asking me those kind of questions all the time. I wouldn't tell them, oh, buy my course. and I'm going to tell you how that's just it's insane. So I think you got to be weary of these people. And another thing, ask them, you know, because I have some people who come to me for advice on podcasting. And literally a few days, sometimes a couple weeks later, they pop up and they're selling podcast coaching. I have seen it happen multiple times, like multiple times. Um, and it's only bothersome to me because and I don't look at it from this competitive standpoint, because I know I have more experience, longevity with the software, Castosity. Like I'm only trying to collaborate at this point. I don't believe in competition. I just don't like it for the people out there buying from somebody who's not qualified to sell to them. That's a problem because then you're spending $500. I've seen courses for $2,000 coaching programs, thousands of dollars, and people are wasting money because the people you're paying, they don't qualify to help you the way that you need to be helped. 
You're not getting the actual strategies or the systems that you really need. You know, it doesn't make sense. So that's the only reason why I'm bringing this up is I don't want you to waste any money. I don't want you to get out there and get scammed, get hustled, you know, because it is your decision to buy. It's always your choice. But make sure you ask the right questions. You got to ask the right questions, such as how long have you been hosting your show? Because there are some people who are podcast coaches and I'm doing air quotes and they don't even have a podcast. Like, just think about how insane that is. They've never had a show. They don't have one currently. They've never been an editor. They've never been a producer. They've never been a writer or anything like nothing. They just all of a sudden are a podcast expert. And these are really the marketers. Um, a lot of the people from ClickFunnels are doing this, like because they just hop on any trend. Whatever trend is popular, they start selling a course on it. When it was funnels, they were on top of that. Now it's podcasting and it's also stocks. Like I've seen a ton of courses on how to trade, how to be a day trader, Forex, Shopify stores, Amazon FBA. Like I want to be clear. I'm not hating on anybody building their business. I'm not. I'm just saying that if you aren't qualified to do it, you shouldn't be doing it. Number one, you shouldn't be. If you've never done it successfully at a very high level, you should not be selling courses or coaching on it. Just my personal opinion. You're not qualified to start selling. Even if I know some people will say you only got to be a few steps ahead. True. If you're a few steps ahead, selling some kind of consulting or whatever isn't terrible. But the problem comes in when you're charging five thousand dollars and promising results that you yourself have never gotten and that you've never gotten for anybody else paying for te fake testimonials, all kind of stuff. It's just insane. So again, you got to be careful. Ask these people, how long have you been hosting your show? Who are some people you've interviewed? Where can I find your content? Has your show been featured anywhere? Have you been on any other podcasts? Do people in your industry know who you are? Because uh, one thing my great mentor Shadid has taught me is that success is not a individual game. Like if you're going to be successful, you have to have people around you and you don't get to be a successful podcaster without a ton of interviews done, without being a speaker at some kind of event, without being known in your market or industry. It doesn't have to be the podcast industry, obviously. But if you have a podcast about sales and it's an amazing show about sales, people in the sales industry should know who you are. So if they don't, that's a red flag. So I think this was something I really had to pinpoint and talk about as far as the state of podcasting. The industry is growing and with growth brings marketers because marketers want to make money and marketers are, you know, just trying to sell to make money. I'm not mad at them. I'm not mad. I'm just saying you as a consumer got to be careful. Do your research. That's very, very important. Now, the last thing I want to touch on is what's next. I think video podcasting is going to blow up next. It's going to continue to evolve because the audio element and I, I want to address Clubhouse, too, because I'm a fan of Clubhouse. I use it all the time. I love it. I think some people literally I've seen people say this and they're just insane. They, they've said Clubhouse is going to kind of take over podcasts because it's on demand. And it's kind of funny because those are, again, people who don't have any experience. The whole point of podcasting is delivering stories and valuable information that people can access at any time. A great podcast can be an audio version. Like it could just be an, like an audio book, right? Like you literally can read your book and put out chapters of it on a podcast and sell that. 
and say this is my audiobook and then put in, a, in an exclusive RSS feed and sell it. You can also do interviews, right? You can talk to people around the world that are doing what you want to do and learn from them. I know this because I do it every single week. I've been doing it for years and it's one of my favorite reasons for podcasting. Like I couldn't imagine my life without it. Um, some amazing people I've talked to like Arthur Joseph, you probably don't know who that is, but he's a, spe a speech coach, right? He's worked with people like Magic Johnson and Emmett Smith and Lisa Leslie. He helps them prepare for their hall of fame speeches. There's a ton of actors and actresses and all that too, but that guy was on my show twice and he actually trained me on how to speak better, more proper, more professional, more effectively during my podcast absolutely amazing you don't get that kind of help if you're not a podcast host so that's a huge benefit that you not you can get that on clubhouse but this is a, this is the valuable part clubhouse being on demand is what makes it great it's what makes it amazing but podcasts not being on demand is what makes them amazing if you wanted to go back and listen to that conversation i had with arthur joseph about learning how to pause and take, take breaths when you're speaking and how to be more effective and more strong with your words, you can go back and listen to it. But had we had that conversation on Clubhouse, you would not be able to. That's the difference. That's why podcasting isn't going anywhere. Clubhouse is gonna be a way to supplement your podcast. You can tell people on your show, hey, I have a room on Clubhouse, go and join our room, search for me on there. Or you can let people know I'm on Clubhouse hosting rooms every week on Friday at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Search my name and I'll, you know, get a, you'll get a notification whenever we open a room or whatever. It's that simple. So there's multiple ways you can use Clubhouse to also grow your podcast. But it would be insane to say I'm not going to host my show anymore because I'm doing it on Clubhouse. I just I, that's ridiculous. Um I think apps like Clubhouse are going to help podcasters get even more of an audience because now you can reach people in different walks of life, different parts of the world. And when you connect with them on there, the personal connection can be strong instantly, like in that very moment. And that's powerful because now they immediately can know more about you within 30 seconds. Now they're going to go to your Instagram or your Twitter and they can go and listen to your show and subscribe. Boom. You got another subscriber. If you go in a room with a thousand people and you talk about your podcast, 20 of those people could go and listen to your show. Now you have 20 more listeners. They subscribe and they love it. Leave you a review. Like it, that's the possibility, but it's not going anywhere. I think apps like that are going to help. And then video podcasting is going to keep blowing up because now more podcasters are starting to, you know, do the video interviews properly. And we have amazing apps like Squadcast and Riverside FM where you can record high quality HD videos around the world. It is amazing because again, this is why competition is so great because now we have different software tools, different apps, different platforms, and it's just causing the space to expand where everything is going to get better. Um, pretty soon analytics is going to catch up. I, I think Apple was also going to start taking it seriously. We've seen Spotify being super aggressive in the last few years, acquiring different companies. I think Apple was just waiting. I think Apple is being very patient and they're waiting in the wind. And what I mean by that is they're being patient and they're going to build their own empire of exclusive content like they're doing with Apple Plus. Um, Apple TV, they got some great shows, to be honest. Some of their movies are in, 
And some of the shows are in, but they also have some heavy hitters. Like they got some good content. And I think they're smart as to not compete with Spotify in their way of buying companies and buying companies. That's not the Apple way. Apple is just going to pay creators to come in and create high quality content. That simple. They're just going to pay some of the top people like they paid Oprah, Reese Witherspoon, all of that. Like they're not going to buy up other networks and try to mold people to fit like that's not what apple is going to do they're going to create their own massive empire of this i can guarantee it and i think that's what they're doing behind the scenes because now they see that podcasting is profitable and they still own the market share of podcasts because i think spotify is doing so much and getting so complicated with it that's actually going to bite them in the back because it's it's the problem is they're also not doing it greatly like when you're doing it first, it's hard because you have to set the mode. But when you have like they had Joe Budden's podcast on their platform, they had Joe Budden as an exclusive podcaster. The way they ruin that relationship, I think, is a sign for what's to come in the future. Um, because if you can't handle the literally the biggest podcast in the world, getting millions of downloads every episode like they carried you, they brought you a ton of revenue you can't pay them properly that that's a problem so every other person is looking at that every other creator is looking at at that and saying well if they didn't pay the most popular show ever the most popular podcast ever they couldn't get paid what they were worth do i even have a chance i mean because that's how i look at it like if they wouldn't pay joe budden what he wanted to get paid and he had millions of downloads and carried spotify for a while would they pay me like really I, I wouldn't even expect that you already showed me your true colors. So I, I think a lot of creators are going to look at that and say, yeah, I don't want to work with them, especially when Apple opens up their book. They're going to say, hey, we want you to come over here. We're going to pay you X amount of dollars, produce this show for one season. It's going to we're going to get to the point where podcast seasons are being bought like a season of a Netflix show. That's what we're getting to. And I think podcasters, that's why I'm always pushing hosts to produce your show in seasons, because even if you don't, if that show particularly isn't bought, you could still take that system onto another platform or to another show and replicate it over again, right? When you know how to produce a season and you understand the rhythm of that, then you can do it over again because now you know how it works. Now you understand the process. You understand how to create the content, how to market it, all of that stuff. Like, I think that's very important, man. So I see Apple being a big player in the future. Um, I think podcast networks are going to become more important because monetization is ramping up and hosts are out here now. And after so many shows are out here now, hosts are like, man, how do I make money? And networks are going to be a great way for hosts to make money. Um, networks are going to be, you know, uh, the way that a lot of small podcasters get more attention and build their platform. But all of that to say, you have to be consistent and stay focused in your marketing, your niche. That's the best way to be a successful podcaster. Be consistent. Stay focused in your niche. Above all else. When you do that, everything is going to work out for you. I can guarantee it. Make sure you subscribe to Hindsight. This is where I put out my exclusive content. Give you my 
insight, my ideas and strategies so you can be a successful podcaster, grow your business. And I'm also working on some high, high quality interviews. I'm connected with some amazing people on Twitter and Instagram now through Clubhouse, obviously. And I want to bring you some great content. So make sure you subscribe so everything can be delivered directly to your inbox.